0: Good evening and happy 4th of July to my friends in the states. I trust you all had a safe and happy one. And to my friends outside of the states, I hope you are having a great night as well. I wanted to come on one more time tonight and just record something about my thoughts on a video I saw earlier on Facebook. It was a video of Mr. Rogers. And for those of you who don't know who Mr. Rogers was... He was a straight-up brilliant and wonderful man who had a show on PBS called Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. I would love for you guys to look him up on YouTube if you haven't seen him. His show was kind of campy and silly at times, but it had such a good message, and you honestly feel better watching it. I remember seeing him as a child, but not really paying attention to it. But lately, I've seen more and more of his clips posted on social media. He's, you know, kind of a cult icon in, you know, the feeling good game. He had an uncanny ability to make you smile, no matter what what it was, what you were feeling. He was that type of guy that would make you feel better. And even though it was just a TV show, he, you could tell he genuinely cared about his audience. He was the first person to have a uh, African-American co-star after, you know, during the 60s, during the civil, civil riots and everything going on during that time with race, after Martin Luther King's tragic passing. He... Was the guy who brought people together. He was one of them. He was. He didn't care about race. He didn't care about anything. He wanted people to get along and enjoy each other. He wanted, you know, friendship. He had a mailman who was an African American man, and there was an episode where he. It was hot out. It was blazing hot out, and he had a little pool set up in his backyard, and he was just dipping his feet in. And the mailman happened to come by and he was talking to him and he invited him to dip his feet in the pool too to cool off. And it wasn't anything, he didn't make a big deal about race, he didn't make a big deal about anything at the time. It was just his mailman who was his friend and he was trying to help him on a hot day. And you know, he always had feel good messages like that, telling you that it was okay to be you, that... You know, you didn't have to be something special. You were a good person, and that's all you had to be. And too much of the opposite is going to these days. We're getting people who tell you you're not good enough, that you need to change this, you need to change that, you need to be something different. But, you know, you're all missing the point. As long as you're happy and you can find peace within yourself, that's the goal in life admittedly, I was going to record a different podcast tonight, it was going to be one out of anger and bitterness, and there's too much of that anymore, I just, you don't need to hear that, nobody wants to hear that, and nobody wants to feel that anymore, you want to be happy, you want to feel good. And, you know, before I recorded that, I just happened to jump on Facebook and see that video that, you know, a friend of mine posted and all that anger and bitterness just kind of melted away. And I was smiling and I felt good and I thought of good memories. And, you know, Mr. Rogers reminded me of Bob Ross, who was another person who was always amazing. Um, Bob Ross was on PBS as well. He had his own painting show. He was the guy with the big afro, um, painted happy little trees. He was just a happy guy who wanted to cheat, teach people how to paint. He didn't care about what was going on in the world. He didn't care about who was watching. He wanted people who, who were watching to feel good. You know, He taught people that if you make a mistake, that it's okay, that it's fixable. You know, he gave life lessons just the same as Mr. Rogers. Every time something gets hard in life, it's easy to blame and give up and be angry and bitter. And honestly, all you have to do is just look for the positives. You know, look for something good and keep moving forward. And that's the lessons that they try to teach people. And... You know, I, I'm guilty of it as anybody else is just wanting to be bitter and angry. But at the same time, I'm at the point in my life I don't want to anymore. It's going to be hard. You know, I hope some of you take this journey with me because I know that at least one of you is feeling it as well. So just, you know, try try this with me. Just try and see good in the world, be happy, when something gets you down, think of something funny, that's just gonna, you know, lift your spirits, or think of something stupid, it doesn't have to be anything, you know, dramatically important, it can just be something as simple as a joke you heard, or Mr. Rogers, you know, feel good about stuff, feel happy, feel, you know, energized, you know, I talk about being a savage on here, and You know, if you look at people who are being savages, they're not trying to be angry. They're not trying to be bitter. You know, they're trying to be funny. They're trying to uplift. They're trying to push themselves. That's a true savage. That's somebody who's, you know, being themselves. They don't care about the world. They don't care about, you know, Jim across the street who doesn't like you because you have a. You know, bad haircut, or because your car isn't as nice as his, or your house isn't as nice as theirs, or you don't have barbecues like they do and house parties. You know, Jim doesn't matter because he's not making you feel good. You know who make who feel who matters? Who makes you feel good? You know the people that in your life that are good, that are making you smile every day. The you know, Mr. Rogers when you watch his stupid clips on YouTube you know if you, that makes you happy great encourage that you know focus on that dwell on the happy things you know and those things are going to push you because the happier you are the more motivated you're going to be and that's when truly magical things can happen I don't think that anybody that's famous or, you know, I'm not going to say famous, but I don't think the richest people in the world and most successful people in the world are dwelling on bitterness and anger. I know they're not. You know, if something bad happens, they say, oh, well, fuck it, and they move on. You know, look at Warren Buffett. He, you know, he loses a bunch of money. Yeah, that kind of sucked, but... I can still do this and make more money. You know, watch Gary Vaynerchuk. He will tell you straight up. You know, something bad happens to him. Fuck it. Next thing, next day. Let's move on. You know, it, it's not good to dwell on things. And like I said, we're all guilty of it. I'm guilty of it. I just want the world to feel happy again. I want people that I reach to feel happy again. I know right now I don't have the biggest audience, but I'm hoping at least one of you listens to it and says, you know what? You're right. Why be angry when I can be happy instead? Why focus on something negative when there's something positive right next to it? You know, it's like... Imagine walking down the street, and you come to like a fork in the road. And down one path you see this beautiful garden sun shining on it, you see rainbows, um, maybe somebody's grilling out you know, your favorite barbecue or you know whatever just the, your happy scenario and on the opposite side you see just a dump you know filled with angry people who're just mad and you know hate everything and which side are you gonna choose? You know, are you going to go and be angry with the trash people? Or are you going to go down the happy path and, you know, enjoy life and, you know, take on the goodness? And honestly, this kind of brings me to what my original podcast was going to be about. Was taking out the negative things in your life, the negative people. Sometimes bridges are made to be burned. And it's not something people like to think about because once you forge a relationship with somebody, whether it be family or friends or a relationship, you know, you don't like to think, you know, what if they're no longer good for me, you know, and it's kind of like that. It's almost taboo to think about something like that. You You can't burn that bridge because what if you need them someday? But there gets to be a point in time when toxic relationships are just going to bring you down. And they're going to make you bitter. And they're going to make you angry. And they're going to make you hateful. And you don't want to go down that path. Believe me. You want to find the happiness. You want to find the people who lift you up. You want to find the people that push you and upgrade you. You want to get that level up. You want you know your friends who are, you know successful and they want you to be successful they're not rubbing it in your face they're trying to help you become as successful as they are you want people who you see you struggling and they offer a hand not because you can do something for you for them but because they want you to succeed in life and i know sometimes it's hard to see those people it really is and You know, you think that everybody has some ulterior motive. But I promise you there are people out there who just want you to succeed. I've met them. I've met plenty of people like that. I've met a lot of the other type of people, too, that want something from you and will only help you if it benefits them. But, you know, I've come across people in my life that, you know, I barely knew. And took me in like I was their own. And you know, that's that's the people you want in your life. Those are the people that are going to lift you up. You now I have you know, I have a couple of friends now. I have one friend in particular that I'm thinking about who I never actually met in person. He and I connected over Twitter and Instagram and you know this guy is one of my you know I would consider him one of my best friends I can I feel like I can come to him and he will genuinely listen and care about what I have to say you know and it's not because you know I can do something for him in the end it's not something you know he doesn't ask me for anything in return but he tries to offer me advice and offer me ways to help help out and I'm forever grateful for that you know and I have Plenty of friends like that. And you do too. Any listener out there, I guarantee you, you do. You just don't see it all the time. And maybe you do see it, that's great. But if you don't see it, if you think that everybody in, around you is trying to use you, then it's time to take stock. Go through your friends. Go, you know, even if you just literally go through on Facebook and just look at your friends and spend a minute or two just thinking about them, you know, a few of them are going to surprise you. You know, a few of them are going to surprise you in the good way and in the bad way. You know, some of them you're going to look at it and you're going to go, you know, yeah, you know, I may not talk to this person very much. And, you know, we may not co- communicate more than a couple times a year, if that. But every time I've talked to them, you know, it's been a positive thing. It's made me feel good. And maybe you'll want to reach out to them again. You know, and just to see how they are and see how they're doing and, you know, that could build a new friendship or rekindle an old friendship. And then there's some people on there who you'll see and you'll go, man, you know, every time I've talked to them, it's always something negative, something that makes you feel bad about yourself. But, you know, they've been your friend forever or they're even if they're a family member. And it's okay to hit the delete button. Trust me. It, You know, it doesn't matter how many friends you have on Facebook or Twitter or anything. It really doesn't. And honestly, if that person is making you feel like that, cutting them out is not going to feel bad either. So basically what I'm trying to say here, push yourself to create a group of people to support you, a support system. And it doesn't have to be people you know. It doesn't have people you've ever met. Um, you know, I consider Mr. Rogers and Bob Ross part of my support system. I consider Gary Vaynerchuk a member of my support system. You know, and I never met these people. Gary Vaynerchuk actually messaged. You know, he reached out to me on Twitter once. You know, it, it messaged me, and I thought that was the coolest thing. But I've never. But I'll never. Probably never meet him. I might. You never know. But, you know, I have other friends, you know, my, my good friend, my good friend, uh, Neil Mainman. he, um, he's, you know, somebody I've never met in person, but he's a wonderful human being that, you know, I, I talk to, you know, a couple times a week. And it's, you know, he's great. And like I said, I've never met him in person, but I know him as a person. I know that he's a great person, you know, and then there are people that I have around me, you know, and it's just different layers of support. So what I want you people to do out there that are listening, is take stock of the people who are really there for you, who are really, really there for you. That you can count on no matter what, and like I said, some of these people are going to surprise you because you're not going to think about it right away. But take time and realize that you know you're not alone. You're really not. And if you're listening to this podcast, and I've said it before, but you know my DMs are open on Twitter and, and Instagram. You know you can find me on the as the Better Savage. You know, I'll be your support system. I will be there to help you. And I will be there to, you know, push you if I can. You know, I really will. And I want you to succeed. So, even if you're feeling lost and alone, trust me, you're not. So, with that, I'm going to head to bed myself. I wish you all the best. And I will talk to you very soon. Have a great night.